To the advice from Hannah podcast show season three. I'm beyond stoked. Like I'm kind of nervous. I'm nervous. Eek. We have a guest in the building. Jazz. Oh my god. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. <laughs> What's going on? So Jazz is based out of Ottawa. We've been Instagram frenzies for a minute now. So and we've been DMing back and forth. And now we're here. So I don't like to introduce people because I feel like you know yourself more. So please go ahead. Tell tell the people Hi, what everyone. you do. <laughs> I'm so, so thrilled, beyond thrilled to be here. Like Hannah said, we have been messaging back and forth. And I really just wanted to say that, um, A, Hannah, I'm a huge fan of everything that you stand for and everything that you do before I, I introduce myself here. Um, and B, um, Thank you so much for taking the time out today and letting me be here. Um, so what what is it that I do? What do I want people to know about me? I am a yoga and meditation teacher based out of Ottawa, like you mentioned. And I'm a huge fan of just slowing everything down just to level up in life. So my goal in what I do through yoga and meditation and all the other wonderful things that I get to be a part of is to really redefine what success looks like or what success means to each of us. And through conversation, through my courses, through the programs, through retreats, through just you know being in each other's company and presence, I feel that's basically what comes across and that's what I do. You've already calmed me down. <laughs> I'm that good. <laughs> like, oh, wow, she just sounds so pleasant on the phone. Or on the phone. I feel like this is a phone call. I'm like, hmm, I wouldn't be calm like her 24-7. Meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> you come across really well. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm loud by nature, man. I'm loud by it's it's cause I'm it's cause I'm Dominican. It's it's my only explanation. Culturally, we're loud. Slowing things down is, I, I find that yeah. it, it's hard. It's hard in this, I, it's I, just hard. I hear Especially you. I America. hear you 100%. And that's usually what I hear the most from so many people is, I can't shut off my brain. I have a million and one things to do. Um, you know, if I don't do it, nobody else will. And this goes as a shout out to all the single parents out there who who I hear this from, um, you know, just the added stress and pressure of 
you know, making sure that, you know, if you do have kids, for example, making sure that they're taken care of, that they're, you know, their sports camps, they're especially now in the summer, you know, everything is is prepared and, and organized. For the other people who have a million and one things on the go, where it's, you know, I have to work, I have to maintain a social life, I have to, you know, like I have to post on, on social media, if you're, a, you know, if you've got a side gig, you know, what does that look like? And it's taking on more and more responsibility. And it's not saying don't do that, right? Like one of the things that I like to make really clear to people is I'm not saying don't do the things that bring you joy. What I what I tend to tell them is figure out your intention. Why are you doing what you're doing? Are you doing it to impress someone else? Are you doing it to keep up with the Joneses, for lack of a better cliche? Are you doing it because it's something that you truly want to do, right? And if the answer is you're doing you know, all of these things because it truly lights you up, it's what you want to do, and you're energized by it, awesome. That's fantastic. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're doing it because you need to, you feel like you need to keep up with, you know, the next person, or you feel like you need to make an impression, you know, on the organization that you're working for, because, you know, it's what you're, quote unquote, supposed to do, then maybe rethink what, what success might look like for you, right? Because when we look at, you know, bios of some of the most, again, quote unquote, successful people that we know, you know, we often are left thinking, I don't know how they do all of that. I don't know how they get all of that done. But what we fail to understand is that most of these people have teams of other people working for them and working with them, right? So if you're a solopreneur like myself, or if you are, you know, maybe a small business owner, or maybe, you know, you're a single mom or a single parent, uh, or, you know, just your average Joe, like your average person doing all of these things because you feel like you need to get ahead in life. Well, what do you need to get ahead of? That's usually the question. You drop so <laughs> many gems. Well, that whole, like, you, you know, go back and listen to everything she just said. You had me taking out my notepad and, and, and writing a few things because you touched upon something that lit the board up for me, which is redefining success, which I think this may or may yeah. not be what I call this episode. But what when do you think a human realizes that they can define their own success and it's not what society dictates? Am I allowed to it say shit like. on the air? Honestly, <laughs> say whatever you want. It's my show. Uh, honestly, I think it, it, it happens when we get to a point where we just stop giving a shit. Right. It's it really and, yeah. and it's so much easier said than done for some people. But I guarantee that once we start living it and once we start, you know, doing it for ourselves, doing, you know, all of the things in our day for ourselves. And that includes even serving other people. Right. It's not saying that we need to be selfish here. What this means is if we are going to be of service or if we want to be of service to others, it does need to, in some way, bring us joy to do so, right? There's obviously scientific studies that have been published that say, you know, not, no one is true, truly altruistic. And you know what? There might be, you know, a shred of truth to that, of course. But at the same time, 
really honing in on what part of this service to others brings us joy, right? And how can we do this in a way that is joyful? So I'm going to kind of switch gears here for a quick second. And we're going to talk about working hard versus working smart versus working joyfully. Okay, because I think one of the most important questions that we need to ask ourselves is, am I working hard? Am I working smart? Or am I working joyfully? We're often told and what's been drilled at like, I mean, I'm, I'm Indian. And it's been drilled into my head, you know, you work hard, you'll get what you want. You have to work hard. Everything is a struggle. We as a society, not just Indian or ethnic um, communities, generally speaking, I think we've all glorified the hustle, right? And it's all about working hard, working hard, working hard, you're grinding, you're hustling, you're, you know, like you're, you're really like clawing tooth and nail to get to where you want. The struggle is real. That's, you know, one of those hashtag that's everywhere, right? But what if that didn't have to be true? You know, what if you could work smarter? And by working smarter, I mean delegating. Maybe sometimes that's, you know, it's it's as simple as that. It's as simple as delegating some of the things that you're not strong in, right? And freeing up your time and your mental capacity and your energy to actually do the things that you are really good at. What if we were able to, to change that narrative from, you know, working hard and struggling to working joyfully and thriving? So I don't know, like I, I, when I hear certain words now, especially in like, you know, on social media, or when I hear them, you know, sometimes at conferences, and, you know, I've been to several conferences in the last few years, I mean, like pre COVID. But I, I started to uh, replay some of these conferences and snippets from some of these conferences. And there's also, you know, all sorts of YouTube videos and stuff out there. And as soon as I hear someone saying, you have to work hard to get what you want, it really is a huge turnoff for me. Because, again, what if it doesn't have to be that way? You know, why does it have to be that way? Why is it that we've glorified the struggle when we don't have to? I, I understand that okay. to a certain degree, but, and, and I get where you're coming from because you're an enlightened soul and you've done the work. Yeah, no, you're somebody. Well, shit. <laughs> you've done the work, right? This is, this is why I have these conversations so I can hear this point of view because on my end, I, yo, I'm like a thousand miles per hour, right? I, I don't stop. It's this and that and that and this and, and this and that. And to me, to me personally, when I'm hearing it from you, I'm like, oh, that sounds so pretty. You know, <laughs> it's making me happy hearing that you have been able to achieve that. But that takes, it takes time and it takes effort for myself. Even recently, I, I'm working on something and I've been able to, you know, hire somebody that's right going to help me the day of. Um so I don't have to do everything on my by myself, you know, hire somebody to do graphics for me because I, I don't want to do graphics, you know, I, I have volunteers. So I, I'm now there slowly, Absolutely. but that took me some time to Absolutely. To get it doesn't there. happen overnight necessarily, right? And and I, I think you're absolutely right in, in bringing that up um, in that it does take time, especially when we've been indoctrinated indoctrinated with this kind of thinking for basically our whole life, right? I mean, 
it's it's one of those things that sometimes we hear and we hear it over and over and over again, you know, like my perspective or, you know, the perspective that's been drilled into our head for so long. And we eventually get to a point where it's like, okay, it's either working for us or it's not. So in my experience, just to to put it into perspective, in my experience with the people that I've worked with, um, it this the working hard and the struggle and going you know a million miles a second worked for them to a certain degree in that they were able to attain mm-hmm. a certain level of I'm going to put success in quotes here they were able to attain a certain level of success but at what cost right so the cost for them was being burnt out it was you know having a complete crash, having anxiety attacks, being overly medicated. And again, I'm not against medication, just putting that out there. Um, But you know, just the anxiety was too much, the bouts of depression were too much, because, you know, again, as an entrepreneur, because that's the, the bulk of the people that I've worked with, the roller coaster of emotions is so like it's journey. It's a ride. <laughs> Those highs are really high. Those lows are really low. Right. And so what, te- like what tends to happen is, you know, over time when you start to hear, you know, it doesn't have to be so hard or when we start to believe that it doesn't have to be so hard. And when we start to actually ask ourselves that question of what is bringing me joy, Like for some people, it's not about having, you know, a a boat and a mansion and, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And if it is, that's fine too. Again, that doesn't need to be hard, right? It can be smart. It can be joyful if that is what fuels you, right? It would be like, you know, it... I don't know. I don't even have the appropriate analogy for it at this point. It completely slipped my mind, but it's, you know what you're spitting facts. Sorry to cut you off. You're spitting facts because you, Oh, I love it when the guest answers the way I want. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) You did the thing. You did the thing. You went into a deeper and you went into a deeper like synopsis and analogy of, how yeah. and why we get there. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it really is. It comes back to being able to, to slow down. And I know I'm probably going to have people say, well, you know, if I slow down, then, you know, the house isn't going to run itself or the business isn't going to run itself. Believe me, I've heard there, I heard that I've been there, you know, done that, got the t-shirt, wrote the freaking book. But <laughs> at the same time, what does slowing down allow us? So I led I led a yoga class uh, about a week ago where, and it was a yin class for those of you who are familiar with the different, you know, styles of yoga. And it was a yin class. So that means that it is very slow. Each of the poses and the yoga practice are held anywhere from two to five minutes. And what this does is it allows for a lot of time to think, right? And for people who have a really hard time slowing their thoughts down, this is an incredibly challenging practice. Because the hardest part is being able to catch your breath and slow your thinking. So one of the things that I, I had my students visualize was as they were in one of the poses, it was visualizing their breath in and out of their body like waves on the shore. Okay, So really seamless breath in, 
seamless breath out, slowing it right down, counting to five on the inhale and counting to five on the exhale. And as soon as we got into a rhythm there, the next thing I said to them was, now think, of, think about your thoughts, observe those thoughts, and notice the space between each and every thought getting wider and wider. And almost right away, I could feel in the entire room this collective just sigh of relief and a groundedness and just a certainty within the practice. Imagine if we could do that for ourselves every single day, five minutes in the morning. What would our day look like if that were the case? Mm. I feel you. It would be a lot. It'd be a lot slower and you wouldn't be like all up in a little, <laughs> what is a stress ball? Like, oh my God. It's really clarity, right? <laughs> One of the analogies that I like to use mm-hmm. in this case for especially like slowing things down, specifically for slowing things down, is using the analogy of the ocean, right? So for people who have a very, very turbulent mind, right? Picture a really angry ocean. You've got thoughts coming in from every which way, you know, emotions running wild. You've got, you're very, you can be incredibly temperamental. You know, there's just so much going on. It feels really, really messy. You could throw the entire Empire State Building into the ocean, right? And you wouldn't see what kind of ripple it makes. You wouldn't be able to see it within a few seconds, right? Whereas if the mind is Mm. calm and you throw a pebble into it, there is such incredible clarity that you know where you're going to go because everything is calm and you can see. So Mm. the idea behind slowing down isn't because we need to slow down to, to get less done. The idea with slowing down and what I often tell people is you slow down to level up in all areas of your life, right? You slow down Say that again. Say it again. You slow yeah, down again. to level up in all areas of your life. That's that's the key. So all of these books that talk about, you know, the 5 a.m. club and, you know, getting up before everybody, oh that may God, or may not be for everyone, right? I mean, hey, I'm not a morning person. I'll, I'll, no. I'm going to be straight up and honest. I am not a morning person. Um, I'm one of those people. If you see me up in the morning, uh, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't breathe in my direction. I'm going straight for the coffee. (laughs) But to, you know, to the effect there, the whole point of those types of books, in my humble opinion, is to basically get people to experience that calm before the chaos of the day. So if you're someone who has the ability or who is someone who, you know, enjoys waking up at, you know, eight o'clock or nine o'clock or you're a night owl, so you're waking up later in the day, whatever your day looks like, the point of those books is really just to get you to think of a morning routine where you are doing things just for yourself. You have that time to actually plan and, and, and slow your day before being thrown into the chaos. Right? So you're not reacting to your day, you're responding to your day because you've primed your nervous system to do so. I feel like you need your own podcast. <laughs> oh, girl, thank you. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm sitting here and I very seldomly say this. Like when I have a guest on, I don't really, this isn't something I say, but you, 
you would knock it out the park in a podcast. Thank you for those kind words. I'm I'm really serious because you have me listening. <laughs> oh, you're the best. My goodness. You're very good for my ego, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, oh my my phone never stops, man. Oh, you know I had to put it on airplane mode. Okay. I think it was Sunday. From mm-hmm. at Sunday I woke up at 6. I'm not a fan of the 6 a.m.s, but it's 6 yeah. to 9, it's bliss. Bliss for me to work. Um and I had to put my phone on airplane mode I, I hear you. because it, it, I, I got a call at seven. I was like, are you Yo, kidding me right now? I, I so, you. Let me tell you, like for <laughs> me it, personally, my phone is on do not disturb from 9 p.m. to 9 a.m. the following day. Every single day without fail, it's on do not disturb. I, I, I'm that person. So I take my boundaries, like personally, I do take my boundaries very, very seriously because I know myself mm. and I've, I've discovered this, right? It's taken time for me to get to this point. And it's, it's one of those things because I know that if I want to show up for others, you know, in, in all my glory and, and in full capacity, I need to show up for myself. <laughs> And I need to sex. <laughs> I need to sleep. Oh, it's on my it's on my vision board. Sleeping better. <laughs> I read it. <laughs> Yo, like like I can definitely help a sister out there. Believe me, we'll talk after. With yeah. with the sleep. Oh man, I don't know what it is about yeah. four a.m. It is the time I wake up, and it's like like without like why? But you know what? I did buy um. Oh, did the, it help? The weighted blanket. Oh, yeah, bro. It's worth every. That's amazing. Penny. Yeah. And I'm not going to to say it. <laughs> That's amazing. I know it works, but like, it works because I can wake up, and then it's so heavy on me that I fall oh, asleep. That makes faster. sense. Like it's um, it is meant to feel like a hug, right? That's how it calms your nervous system. Oh. Well, you know, it, it, beats, it beats somebody else next to me. <laughs> it doesn't talk, it doesn't smell, like, yo, no snoring. I, I don't know, mean this way to blanket. going on, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't got to hear their problems. Oh my 100%. God. Everyone go buy one. Go, just invest, and then just <laughs> don't pull up your one. That's amazing, though. So the weighted blanket is definitely helping, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's helping. And I went as far into looking that oh, they dang. have a mattress. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm sitting. Like, I take – I'm a diva. Um, I say that very proudly. It doesn't bother me. I don't – believe that I was born not to be a luxury. Abundance is everywhere. This is, it it is, it is, right? So my shoes have to be comfortable and my bed has to be comfortable. Those are non-negotiables for me. I like to go to sleep in a big fluffy bed that I, when I go in it, I like sink. Um, Currently I'm in my childhood bed because of all my circumstances. And as much as I like it, it needs to go. So I've been looking as a 
happy birthday to you. You turned 33. So by myself, you know, a grown woman. <laughs> you know, and- <laughs> you're becoming an adult when like going shopping for a mattress is like the highlight of your week. <laughs> Bro, I've been doing deep, deep research. Deep. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing this. This is not, I'm like, this Costco $4.99 mattress is not the life I deserve. But, you know, I've roughed it out. The struggle is real. (laughs) (laughs) We could talk mattresses all day. Mattresses, pillows. Um, My bed sheets have to be cotton. They have to be over 400 thread count. I'm a diva, yo. Nothing wrong with that. There's no, I'm, no, 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 no. So, anywho, the weighted blanket people, they have a mattress, which I, which I may purchase. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> you should ask. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, now I, I don't want you to leave. I feel like we could talk for hours. You need your own show. Thank you. <laughs> I think it would be fun. I don't know if you have the time to, granted, because this is a lot, of, it's a lot. But I, I really think you. That is very, very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. It's been fun. I enjoy talking, as you can probably tell. I really do enjoy talking a lot. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for letting me be here and taking some time and talking your ear off this evening. No, no, I'm not. Don't, don't say thank you. I got. I have uh-huh. another question for you. I do. So, what's what's next? What do what are we doing oh, the next couple months? What um, are we- <laughs> summer, fall. What are we doing? Um, well, over the summer, again, I am based in Ottawa. So for people who are in and around Ottawa area or, you know, feel like making a drive up to Ottawa area in the summer, I'm actually running a couple of samosa workshops. So like, I love food. I love, you know, just connecting with people. I love, you know, eating and I love feeding people. So, um, I have a couple of samosa workshops that are coming up specifically over the summer, but then in terms of yoga and meditation and, you know, that style of teaching and discussion, I actually run yoga teacher training. So my next yoga teacher training is uh, starting in September. It's the first week of September. And then I also have a meditation retreat that is coming up in October. So it's after the Thanksgiving weekend in October. It's a three-day retreat. It's a meditation retreat, and it's going to be amazing. That's uh, that's what I've got on the board for the rest of this year. How about you? <laughs> what do you have coming up? Can you send no. me samosas? Like, what does Yo, the girl have you, to like, do? You, don't, you just <laughs> say the word. I will make it happen. I, okay, so I, I'm like not really Indian, but I feel like I'm Indian because I've I've worked <laughs> no. with so many for everyone <laughs> in different fields. So I I like yeah. gulab jamuns. I like um, wait oh. pakora. You need to come over and paneer and yeah, yo, I'm, I'm all about over, it. Show all up about and be like, it. feed me samosas, and I'll be like, okay. Fine, you're gonna make me drive five hours for samosas. It's worth it. Journey. (laughs) So it's the samosa with um. I make like a homemade chutney with jana or shole with it, and some yogurt, and I serve it all with like fresh chai. Like it's it's like it's a it's a it's kind of a big deal. 
It's an experience. Oh, I want to go. I want to go. I want to go. You, you may just, yeah. you may just anytime. You just say by. the word. I got you, girl. I'm like, I, I jazz. I want, I want it all. I want. I always look forward whenever I get invited to like uh, my friends' like events or the baby shower. Like, oh, we go for the food, right? The like, I mean, I'm not the only one, right? <laughs> Is that right? No, we all go for the food. Okay, we go for the food, and and the auntie's telling me when I'm gonna have babies. No, I, I, it's, it's the I whole know. thing. It's experience. I, I feel that. Like, I'm having a food baby. Is that not enough? Oh, you need to have babies. I'm like, I will next time. <laughs> oh, I want to come over now. Why do you live so far? Oh, Move to Toronto. <laughs> I don't know. Why do you live so far? Nah. I you can't take me out of Toronto. It's a it it's one of those things. It, for me to wrap my head around moving, it has to be like it it, it has to be Fair my enough. core. And nothing has gotten me there yet. But I, I do. I have a question. This retreat it's, where uh, is just it? Just outside Ottawa? Ottawa, actually. This particular one is going to be in Wakefield, which is about forty minutes outside Ottawa. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Maybe I might there's go. There's a spot for you know. for sure. I don't know. Maybe I might go. I was. I've. I haven't done a solo trip. I've been wanting to do a solo trip ever since the divorce. And, um, yeah, I I had it initially in my head planned okay. for that weekend. So, but yeah, I, I wanted to. I don't blame you, girl. I, I just got back fun. from Scotland and Ireland and the UK and. The feeling of being on a plane is very, very liberating at this point. So if, you know, presented with the option of getting on a plane or coming to see me, I'm going to tell you, get on the plane. <laughs> I love you. I do. But get on the plane. Do the get thing. on the plane and do the thing, you know, and I'll go for some. You are going to have Anytime. me for samosas. Anytime. Trust. Open invite. <laughs> Did you hear that, everyone? I'm an open invite, so when I show up at some random time of the beach, that open invite. <laughs> but wait, outside there 9 p.m. Go. and 9 a.m. I gotta make sure yeah, I message exactly, you because I may not see it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll tell your door like hello. I, I brought flowers. <laughs> this was fun, Jazz. I'm so happy that you came by. Um, just, uh, do you have any questions for me? Uh, like. like so what you wearing? <laughs> I'm in my PJs at this that's point. As, as he's being PJs. cheeky. That's... I'm in my PJs. This is the this is the vibe. I, like it's just a thing now. I just I have too many of them. Oh, and scents. Oh my god, oh, I've yeah. become obsessed. I've become obsessed. Like it's really bad. Like I, I buy like the soap and then the lotion and then the body spray. And then I mix it with my designer perfumes okay. and it's like whole thing. And I've gone into like, you know, the vanilla scents go with like orchids and currants and then the peachy scents. I can mix it with the floor at the end of this. Yo, I'm gonna oh my God. Okay. My so we definitely need to mix. talk about that because I've been experimenting with, with essential oils as well. Yo, so mm. much. You're like the eco-friendly <laughs> version of me. 
<laughs> Definitely. Thank you so, so much for having me on today. I, I really appreciate it. And I had so much fun. Thanks for coming by. Let them know where to find you on social media just in case anybody wants Absolutely. to reach out. So you can find out. me uh, online at yogawithjass.com or on Instagram at yogawithjass uh, or on Facebook. It's the same thing, Yoga with Jass. Uh, if you've got any questions, any comments, you just want to hang out, you just want to talk, like please, by all means, feel free to do so. I am always, always, always open to it. I love chatting with people. I, just, I love people. I'm glad. I'm glad. So you guys hit her up, talk to her, say Hannah sent you and make her samosas <laughs> and, and send them by air for her. <laughs> send them by air. Thank you so much, Jess, for coming by. As always, this is your favorite you podcast host, Hannah Guzman, hanging out with Jazz from her Toronto Rangers studio, wishing you the best you ever. Have a good one. Toodles. But I'll never let you win the game.